Welcome to Career Alchemist Podcast, a space for visionary leaders and cautious business creators. My name is Tiana and I am your host. In this series of conversations, you'll hear value-packed interviews with industry experts and my own musings on building businesses and creating teams through the lens of human design. Welcome to the first episode of second season of Career Alchemist podcast. I'm excited to open up the season two of the podcast. And in today's episode, I want to share what you can expect from the upcoming episodes, as well as I want to share my own journey of transforming my career from my decade-long CPA career, working in public accounting, to starting my own business and using my human design strategy work in helping entrepreneurs and businesses. I have been getting a lot of the questions from especially people who have known me from my previous career and work I did, how and why I transferred into this work, and I want to walk you through the stages of my own transformation and share some valuable lessons I have learned along the way. And these are not going to be like those boring three lessons I learned while building my business that you can read anywhere. These are going to be some uh, helpful insights that are going to be sparking your own curiosity into how you can think and reshape your own journey. So first off, to start with what you can expect in the upcoming uh, season, the episodes are going to continue running on a weekly basis. And every other week, you are going to be hearing the interviews with my guest speakers who are industry experts, and the episodes are going to be in half an hour format, very, very value packed. And for these episodes, you can literally take your notebook and a pen and take a bunch of notes and write down the insights, the questions and things that spark your imagination, curiosity, or like some valuable teachings. And apart from these interviews, in the meantime, I will run my solo episodes sharing my own insights, musings, uh, experience from working with clients on building businesses and teams through the lens of human design. So I will continue bringing you human design from the lens of practical application in building careers, businesses, and teams. And the reason why I want to share my own journey is because I have been getting questions from especially people who have known me from my decade-long CPA experience in public accounting, who are sometimes surprised to hear that I have started my own business and that I use human design or people who meet me for the first time and they hear that I use human design, but have this all a business corporate background. And I want to show you why I started this work and some of the pivotal transformational moments on my journey. So buckle your seats, let's ride. I named this episode how I went from the CPA career into becoming human design strategist. And in the actual episode, I want to reframe this because I went from the CPA to CA, to career alchemist. Career alchemist is the overarching umbrella and the brand 
under which I am bringing different knowledge and experiences, combining them to create unique solutions into how we transform the way we build careers, lead businesses, and create teams. Human design is a modality, is a tool, is a system that I use, but it's not something that defines my work. So that's why I wanted to emphasize it here and to explain how I got to this moment to use human design in my work. Let me go back to the year 2015. After I had finished with my master's degree in accounting, I was done with my CPA exams and I started working full-time at a the dream company of mine in the dream city of mine. I reached a moment when I finished all the levels of academic education I was chasing. It was always like let me just finish this. Let me just get through my master's. Let me just get my CPA. Let me get a full-time job in this company. So as I was climbing all those letters, I was finally at the stage where I was like, okay, this is it. I got a job that I dreamed of. I can climb all these letters and just continue like building my corporate career in the way that I was defining success. But when I was done with chasing all of these goals, I sat in my office, like overlooking New York from my office, and I asked myself, is this it? Is this going to be something I will be doing for the rest of my life? And the reason at the time wasn't that I was dissatisfied. I didn't want to do accounting work uh, in the large organizations. It was more of like looking people around me who were supposed to be my role models, looking them who were in their like 40s, 50s, who already had families, kids. And I just couldn't see myself working so many hours, chasing the paycheck to paycheck bonuses, and just kind of like being in that hamster wheel wasn't something that I wanted and that I saw myself for the rest of my life. So that's where kind of my quest for discovering my inner purpose began. And I started doing a lot of personal development work, listening to podcasts, going to the School of Practical Philosophy, attending different programs, like learning, learning, learning. But until the moment in 2018, things have started shifting. So as I said, I spent like three years trying to find my purpose and like doing this personal development work. And not until the moment when I started going back to the campus and delivering the professional development workshops that I started being very intrigued into how we can uh, share our individuality, how we can express our differences through the means of visual identity. So it sparked my curiosity because as I was going to the campus for campus recruiting, I would be seeing students dressed the same, behaving the same. So there was this unified pattern of the expected trait you should take in order to find a job, how you network. So basically, like everyone was following the same rules. Everyone was afraid to stand out and be unique. 
So what I did differently when I was in their shoes, when I was interviewing, like I would always like dress a little bit in a different way to showcase, put a statement item, um, like a scarf or colorful glasses, something that made me stand out. So I got very interested in building the visual identity through choices that are aligned with our innate aspirations. So this led me, I started investigating uh, and researching on Google, and then I found at EFIT, the Certificate for Image Consulting, which, which at the time was a two-year-long program, literally longer than what my master's in accounting lasted. I decided to enroll, and I was asking myself, okay, what will I use with this? And pretty much like anyone I spoke with who was trying to determine like whether to go for the next step in their higher ed would know like what they want to do with their degree. I knew when I got it into my master's in accounting, what I wanted to do with that degree. But getting into this image consulting certificate was pure curiosity. Let's see where it takes me. I'm just curious to learn something new and bring a twist into what I'm sharing with students, with interns, with my peers in terms of like, how do you really like build a visual identity to help you stand out and achieve your goals? So as I went and finished that, I was very fascinated that literally our image is determined by the traits, external traits and lines and symmetry. And basically you can program your visual style through the features of your face body very fascinating and my mind started was blown and I started thinking of how I can code this and how I can translate this into an app. That's when the idea was born and at that time I saw this pitch challenge at my university and I decided to apply I was like, I've never built a startup. I was never, yeah, I didn't come from that industry, but it was just my curiosity leading me to sign up for this pitch. And then when I signed up and I realized the um, finale of the competition is going to be basically like a few days around my due date when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was like, oh, man you know, let me just go. If it happens, if I don't go into the labor before the competition, I'll just go. So I wasn't overthinking how I will get through it. I was just so curious and I was enjoying the process of learning how I can build an app, how I can create and bring the idea into a scalable solution. So this curiosity led me to start thinking about startups to put my foot into this new area into something that was completely unknown for me what happened later I didn't become a millionaire out of this idea uh, I went on to maternity leave and this idea fell out of the radar because I couldn't see the very like passion spark in it as I saw in some of the future ideas I had as I was on maternity leave, I was in this very relaxed state with my parents and my daughter. We were in Greece. I was laying on a beach. I was reading a book, like very, very relaxed mind, which is where your biggest ideas come. 
I just got the idea download of this shirt business, women cuffling, buy one, donate one model oriented. And I was like, I literally knew and understood, okay, I know how this branding is going to look. I know how, how to build this brand, what this brand is going to stand for. And I just got this big idea that I wanted to bring to life. The reason why this idea became interesting for me is that it was a physical product. I was always fascinated by creating and bringing something to life that is physical that people can touch that is very material and that you can see how it's birthed from idea from manufacturing to shipping to getting into the consumer's hand so I got my hands on and you know like at the time I was still working in my corporate job was raising a baby and then I started developing this idea on the side Fast forward, I was about to launch this business when the pandemic hit and it was like obvious sign, okay, no one's going to wear this fancy cuffling shirt on their Zoom meetings when the world is falling apart. And that was like, okay, this is not a good timing and not the best product market fit. And let me figure out what is the next thing I'm going to do. As we were into pandemic and I started like questioning and reassessing my previous two ideas, I understood, okay, in order to build a scalable app, I need a big team or I need an experience, which is nothing that I had at the moment. And the second idea, physical product, okay, it takes a lot of like investment. It takes the right timing, which I didn't have at the moment. So I put that idea on the side. I started asking myself, okay, what is it that I have been doing that I know that I can turn into the service-based business? It was obvious that my decade-long CP experience would be something to transform into my business. And then I went on and I completed training in becoming the CTC certified tax coach, which basically was how to not become a tax filer, but how to become the advisor for small businesses, how to drive more value and how to transform the way they're uh, leading their business uh, using some insightful tax laws and regulations. I was about to go down that route when I realized that I would be putting myself into the career trajectory, into doing something that requires learning, constant learning of laws, regulations, and rules in something that wasn't a passion of mine. I realized that since I was deeply into starting my own business and I knew I wanted to step out of the corporate career, start my own business, become an entrepreneur, that I really want to do something that I am so passionate about and that is aligned with who I am, with my purpose, with something that I stand for, with the vision that I have. So what could that be? I found human design and nothing throughout all those years of trying to understand myself, understand my purpose, understand how I work, how to build and create something that is aligned with me. Nothing has helped me understand myself and give myself uh, permission to be who I was born until I discovered my human design. 
What human design brought to me was understanding of my unconscious behaviors with conscious warning. So basically, when I understood that I am a manifester and that I best operate when I start and initiate things, that that is my role, that as a manifester, I do not have a sustained energy to build things, that I need help of other people to bring those ideas into the physical reality, it became so clear to me why I was having all of these ideas and why I was so passionate and excited to start them, but I would be losing the energy when I needed to put in the work because I didn't know how to bring those ideas to life, respecting my innate talents and respecting my human design and my innate potential. So basically human design came for me as a deep level of understanding how I operate best and where my biggest strengths and zone of genius are. So why I loved human design and why it became an obsession of mine was that unlike other personality assessment tests, you, first of all, you don't need to spend like one hour answering questions and, you know, like revisit those results in a few years and realize that things have changed, that your personality uh, result has changed because circumstances have changed for you and thus your answers. Your human design is something that remains unchanged, but you change. And what is very powerful about the system is that you can understand when you have changed and when you are so off from who you were meant to be and where your innate potential lives. Another reason why I loved human design was that compared to other personality test results that put you in a box of, oh, this is your personality. These are your strengths. You just understand and get additional information that affirms who you are. Human design, on the contrary, gives you information in a very logical, conscious manner for behaviors you cannot explain. So as I said and reflected to my own behavior of having these ideas, initiating something innovative, I couldn't, I didn't have the language and words to explain that and explain why I wasn't fitting into an ordinary traditional role within the corporate system. Another thing also from my human design that I learned is that I need a lot of autonomy, that I operate best solo or in collaboration with other people in very high collaborative communities and spaces, which is why I was inclined to be more active in entrepreneurial hubs to develop these pitches like that those were the places where I was thriving so understanding that gave me a lot of liberation on judging myself that I'm doing something wrong because I cannot fit into the traditional corporate job or something for which I spent years and decades educating from that's when human design made sense of my journey of the way 
I am built and born to thrive in this career and business realm. So how did I get into becoming human design strategist and bringing this work for individuals and now expanding into the teams. When I decided to quit my job and to really focus on building career alchemist and uh, doing this work, I didn't know how that journey is going to look like. What happened is I got certified into executive coaching so I can really understand and separate like what uh, is mentorship, how do you actually support someone through mentorship, which is what I have been doing for years and years before, and how can I guide people through the coaching process and really helping them see their inner talents instead of telling them, oh, this is how you do. Like I was very much craving for bringing personalized solutions to individuals, not boxing them into this is my way, this is how I've done, this is how someone else has done, this is the proven path, there is no proven path for anyone. So basically combining coaching and human design for me meant creating this very high personalized approach to my clients. How this journey developed into the direction of using human design was that I started when I started my business, I was asking myself, okay, how can I serve other people most? And I knew from the past that I serve best when I share my knowledge, which is very much aligned with my human design with my profiles one three. And I decided to share what I was learning, what I was trying and testing, and really bringing human design to other people to help them alleviate the pressure of expecting to behave, to do, to lead their businesses and careers in a way that is expected of the environments they were in, but really tap into their unique way and potential. So as I started sharing this knowledge, people started asking for individual human design interpretations, then it developed through coaching with human design. And that is how I started embodying this work into what I'm bringing. And how is my journey unfolding? And I also want wanted to share here some of the updates in a career alchemist mission is that I am expanding this work to teams as a manifester. What is important for me is to create a bigger impact and working just one-on-one -on -one is something that limits me from expanding this system and expanding this impact. And I am developing the methodology for using this work with teams and creating scalable solutions to really make an impact and bring this system into organizations, into teams, into startups. And something that I also wanted to share in this episode when I'm sharing my journey to help you also reflect on your own journey is the practice of coming up with my word of the year. And we are one month into 2024. So everyone has been already setting their goals, the word of the year. If you don't have it already, I highly encourage you to start thinking and setting that intention. And I want to show you from my own journey how that has helped me. 
I realized when I started setting the word for the year in 2020 and what I have realized from these past few years since I have been in the habit of doing that is that the word that I would set for that year did not come to fruition until the year after. The year in which I was setting the intention and this word was the year when I was planting the seed and creating the actions that are aligned with the intention of that word. But what really started happening and when I could see progress, impact, transformation was the year after. So let me show you what it meant through my journey. In 2020, I said the word of the year authenticity because I felt when I was in my corporate job that I didn't bring my authentic self into the work and that I have created basically like two different personas, the professional and personal brand that were disconnected. So whatever was the mask was the this professional persona I have built for my career wasn't what I truly and authentically was about because what I stood for, what I, what was important for me outside of my job was not something that was valued in my environment. So as I said, an intention, I started going publicly with my content. Firstly, on Instagram, I wasn't sharing anything on LinkedIn because I was just getting out of my shell and kind of like just sharing my own journey, sharing helpful things I was learning along the way and just stepping into building my personal brand online. Year 2021, my word of the year was transformation. And that is truly when I transformed my career, I started embodying career alchemist for myself. And that is when I left my corporate job to start this career alchemist movement. In 2022, the word of the year was abundance, which I have later learned that this true abundance comes from this inner worth that we carry and the value we can provide to other people. This has been profound insight on my own personal level and something that I have embodied as I was sharing my work with other people and going back all the time through my own experiences, my own human design and reflecting consistently what are the biggest gifts, what is the biggest value I can offer to other people and creating from this overflow of abundance of what I can share with others and create. The year 2023, the word was expand, and I didn't quite get into that word until the beginning of 2024, when I could see how this expansion was rolling out. In 2023, I started with a Career Alchemist podcast. I was connecting with other experts, bringing people into this podcast, but overall expanding my network. And this expansion started happening at the end of 2023 when I started meeting people who are uh, my collaborators, who are my synergy builders of this career alchemist mission.
So as I step into 2024, the word of the year for me is fun because I wanted to bring more fun and childlike curiosity into my business instead of looking at all the business strategies and actions from a very serious perspective. And I'm going to share why incorporating childlike curiosity and fun into your journey is crucial to thriving. So now I'm going to share these three big lessons from my own journey and show you why curiosity and fun are crucial on your own journey of transformation. So the first lesson I have learned over the past few years is that to follow my curiosity, even if it doesn't make any sense at the moment, what I will do with the knowledge I'm gaining. To go back, that was the case with pursuing my image consulting certification. At the moment, I didn't see how I'm going to use it, what's going to happen out of that, let alone imagine I would start creating an app for that, which will going to lead me to my following business ideas and to my own entrepreneurial journey. So follow your curiosity in whatever you feel drawn to, like feel your human design authority, your inner compass that is telling you what you want to explore, what you feel called to create, what you feel called to learn, share with other people, even if you don't see how that's going to unfold in a year or 10 years from now, start following what your soul is calling you to do now. The second lesson was that there is no idea big enough that you are not equipped to bring to life because this idea wouldn't have been given to you if you weren't already equipped to bring it. So whatever idea you have, no matter how big it seems and looks at this moment, you don't have to figure all the 20 steps ahead. You just need to know that first step. Going back to this curiosity, whether that first step is just curiosity of like learning something new, of talking and exploring the different possibilities with other people, just start off with that first step you can do today to get closer to that big idea. The third lesson is having this big idea as your North Star, which is just your direction to where you're heading, but you will never get there. I know this sounds very pessimistic and I don't want it. I want it to sound very optimistic because your vision, your North Star, your big idea in the future is just your guide is shining the light on your path, how to get there. But as you're getting closer to your vision, that vision becomes bigger and bigger and further and further. And the point is never to reach that vision, to reach that one goal. The point is the whole journey you're taking on and the steps in between and things in between that you're creating in order to achieve that big vision. 
So look at this North Star, this big vision as something, as your compass, you're looking at it and you're taking and holding that in your pocket as your daily reminder where you're headed. But the steps you're taking to get there are the steps that are fun, that spark joy, that bring you satisfaction, peace. And I'm specifically reflecting to your human design type signature teams. So whatever brings you satisfaction, peace, success, surprise is what's going to feel aligned to you. It's something that shows you how you are going to get there and what are the steps you want to take. And this is why my word of the year is fun because I want to have fun. I want to enjoy in the process of building my business, even if it's doing something serious and scary, like pitching my business, why not make it fun? Even if it's talking to potential customers, why wouldn't that conversation be fun? Why does it have to be a scripted scenario of the questions, discovery, how discovery call is going to look? In the end, we are all humans connecting with other humans to build our ideas and purpose into the life. I hope this episode inspired you to think about your big ideas, your dreams that you maybe stopped seeing from looking seriously at how your path should look. And I hope you continue to endeavor on this journey with me through the Career Alchemist podcast and follow some of the amazing guests that I'm bringing in the upcoming episodes and some of the insightful lessons I will be sharing with you. So if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, rate or share with your friends, family, community. And if you need support in understanding your own human design, your business, career, and team potential through the lens of this system, you can reach out and learn more about my work at www.careeralchemist.co or follow the link below the episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning into this episode. As we're growing the mission of Career Alchemist, your support means so much on this journey. If you like the content, subscribe and rate this podcast. To help us grow, please share this episode with your friends or community. To learn more about my work, you can visit www.careeralchemist.co. Thank you.